1: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com That's rocketmoney.com slash
2: Rocketmoney.com slash Tonight, as the spread of coronavirus accelerates nationwide, COVID-19 is now the leading cause of death in the United States. With COVID fatigue setting in, the CDC says it's time for universal mask wearing. How many lives it could save in the next 100 days. Hospitals in crisis. Workers stretched to the breaking point as states warn they won't get enough doses to cover all healthcare workers. And what we're learning tonight about how long immunity lasts with one of the leading vaccine candidates. Plus, the new NFL measures in place to keep the season going amid the COVID surge. Very bleak future, as hiring slows in the U.S. The warning tonight from the president-elect.
3: There's no time to lose.
2: Twelve million Americans could lose their unemployment benefits after Christmas, as Congress says it's getting closer to a stimulus deal. Will you see another $1,200 check before the holidays? Plus, what Joe Biden said about his inauguration. And will his administration make the vaccine mandatory? More than 4 million acres burned in California. What's causing the never-ending wildfire season? Wanted, two tall bandit strikes again. The FBI is asking for help in finding a serial robber who's at least six feet tall. And Santa Claus is coming to Zoom. CBS's Steve Hartman on the road with the challenges ahead for jolly old St. Nick in 2020. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, T.J.?
4: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora
0: O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin tonight with this devastating fact. More Americans died from coronavirus this week than from any other cause. And tonight, for the first time, the CDC is recommending universal mask use. Indoors, including in your home, if you've been exposed to the virus. As we come on the air, a model often used by the White House says the death toll could hit half a million by March 1st if the current trend continues. That same model says if Americans wore masks for the next four months, it could save 66,000 lives. With so much dire COVID news, all eyes are anxiously on the FDA next week. And take a look at these important dates. An FDA advisory committee is set to meet next Thursday to discuss emergency approval of the Pfizer vaccine and then a week later to consider one by Moderna. And then the big question, how soon after that will Americans begin to receive their first shots? Well, earlier today, President-elect Biden said he would not impose a national mandate, either to get a vaccine or to wear a mask, but he encouraged people to voluntarily do both. There's a lot of new reporting tonight for you and your family, and our team is following it all. CBS's Adriana Diaz is going to lead up our coverage tonight from Chicago. Good evening, Adriana.
5: Good evening, Nora. Here in Illinois, four out of every five ICU beds is full, so this vaccine really can't come soon enough. If approved, the vaccine will arrive across the country the week after next, but some states are concerned there may not be enough in those first shipments. This, as the CDC is being more specific about where and when you should wear a mask. Tonight, the CDC says if you've been exposed to COVID-19, such as during travel or in a crowded setting, you should wear a mask inside your home to protect your family. This as cases and deaths continue to surge. Here in Illinois, the seven-day average death toll is higher than any other state, up nearly 14 percent over two weeks ago. And at least 11 states shattered their daily case records, with more than 217,000 new COVID cases nationwide added Thursday. That amount could fill the University of Michigan's football stadium, the nation's largest, twice. Soon, if it keeps going,
1: we're not going to have anywhere to put these people. We're just not.
5: Meanwhile, as states scramble to meet today's deadline for Pfizer vaccine distribution plans, the shipments may not be enough to cover the first in line. Wisconsin's governor is worried about vaccine delays after backlogged test and PPE deliveries. Writing to Health Secretary Alex Azar, as vaccine distribution gets underway, our state cannot afford to have this pattern of failed promises repeat. And still, Americans seem to be taking more risks. Last night, at least 150 people, including Florida Congressman Matt Gates, reportedly gathered for the New York Young Republicans' annual gala. That prompted officials to shut the New Jersey venue down.
4: It is beyond the pale that anyone would willingly endanger people in another state, never mind their own.
5: Letitia Lara knows that danger firsthand. She survived COVID, but her 18-year-old daughter, who had special needs, did not. How are you feeling? Like My world is ending. I feel broken, lost. Her husband also has COVID. He's sedated in the ICU and has no idea that his daughter died. It's just heartbreaking. We also have some more news on the vaccine front from Moderna. Its trial participants, according to a report, still had those protective COVID antibodies in their blood three months after their second doses.
2: Nora. Hey, Jenna Diaz, thank you. Tonight, healthcare workers in several states are demanding state officials do more to slow the spread of COVID, not just to protect frontline workers, but to protect the entire healthcare system being, from being overwhelmed. Here, CBS's Nikki Batiste.
6: Yeah. As COVID-19 cases continue to soar, healthcare workers are raising their voices. Dozens of Connecticut doctors worried about increased hospitalizations and deaths sent a letter to Governor Ned Lamont with an urgent appeal. Shut down indoor dining and gyms now to stop the spread.
7: Do you have to be constantly vigilant?
6: The letter, spearheaded by Dr. Luke Davis, prompted an online petition signed by more than 750 people. Despite new vaccines on the horizon, he reminds the public not to let down its guard. What is going on inside your hospital that you think people aren't realizing out here?
7: Well, I think that we're all getting tired. It's very difficult uh, disease, and the thing that makes the biggest difference is just not having the hospitals be overloaded, having enough staff to take care of people.
6: Dr. Davis is a critical care physician at Yale New Haven Hospital, where admissions for COVID-19 have nearly doubled over the last three weeks. The ICU is nearly full. And in Wisconsin, thousands of healthcare professionals wrote an open letter to the public, imploring all to take the pandemic seriously and to take action to stop the virus. In New York, roughly 200 nurses went on a two-day strike at Montefiore New Rochelle Hospital.
0: We don't
1: have
6: enough staffing, so we can't take adequate care of the patients. According to the CDC, at least 866 healthcare care workers have died from COVID-19. One was Houston doctor Carlos Araujo Preza on Monday, his daughter Andrea Araujo. Just be a little bit safer um, so that no one else can go through a tragedy like this. Dr. Davis tells us Governor Lamont did speak directly with him and several colleagues who signed his letter. The governor told them he will monitor the situation, but so far he's made no changes here in Connecticut. Nora.
2: Nikki Batiste, thank you. Turning now to that troubling new jobs report, the U.S. added just 245,000 jobs in November. That's actually the smallest monthly gain in seven months, while the unemployment rate inched down to 6.7 percent. Today, President-elect Biden called those numbers grim, pushing Congress to move quickly on economic relief. We get more now from CBS's Ed O'Keefe.
3: With nearly 11 million people unemployed and more than 400,000 deaths projected by the time he takes office, President-elect Joe Biden today called for immediate action.
4: If we act now, now I mean now,
3: we can begin to regain momentum and start to build back a better future. There's no time to lose. He said congress must provide relief for americans set to lose federal aid in a matter of weeks the folks out there aren't looking for a handout they just need help they're in trouble through no fault of their own as his transition team has been briefed on the trump administration's plans to distribute COVID vaccines mr biden raised concerns
4: there is no detailed plan that we've seen anyway as to how you get the vaccine out of a container into an injection syringe into somebody's arm. And it's going to be very difficult for that to be done, and it's very expensive.
3: To help lead the fight against the pandemic, the president-elect is reportedly set to nominate former U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy back to his old job. And he's keeping Dr. Anthony Fauci in place and asking him to serve as chief medical advisor. Today, Mr. Biden also acknowledged that his own inauguration will be transformed by the pandemic. It is highly unlikely there will be
4: a million people on the mall going all the way down to the memorial. My guess is there probably will not be a gigantic inaugural parade on down Pennsylvania Avenue.
3: While Mr. Biden plans to make masks mandatory in federal buildings and on interstate travel, he said today he does not think the vaccine should be mandatory. But he said his own plans to take it publicly should help boost confidence among all Americans. Nora.
2: Ed O'Keefe, thank you. The disappointing jobs report is adding new incentive for a deal on hundreds of billions in stimulus spending. Today, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said it could get done by next week, raising hope for millions facing financial hardship that help could finally be on the way. Here's CBS's chief congressional correspondent Nancy Cordes.
1: This is normally peak shopping season, but the new numbers tell a grim story. The retail industry shed another 35,000 jobs last month, 550,000 since the pandemic began.
4: Families are falling into poverty as a result of our inaction.
1: Congress has been gridlocked over more relief since May. But suddenly, leaders are talking and expressing new optimism that they can cut a deal fast.
4: There is momentum. Compromise is within reach.
1: Their talks come as a $908 billion bipartisan framework gains traction from both sides. The plan would provide an additional $300 a week for the unemployed, and it would help small businesses and state governments bridge the gap until the economy improves. How soon do you and Leader McConnell need to cut a deal in order to have a package to vote on before the holidays?
2: We had the time to do it.
1: The proposal does not include another round of $1,200 stimulus checks for Americans whose income has taken a hit. It's 30000 less than what I was making. Carrie Mansfield of Irving, Texas, lost her auto repair job in May and only found a new one after sending out 150 applications. We need that stimulus money to boost us uh, consumers to get out there and start buying. Right now, my Christmas... We're not buying anything this year. Congressional leaders are hoping to attach whatever deal they come up with to a government spending bill that is supposed to pass next week. And Nora, I'm told that congressional aides from both sides are going to be working through the weekend trading
2: proposals as they try to meet that very ambitious deadline. All right, we'll be watching Nancy Cordes. Thank you. Another legal defeat for the Trump campaign tonight. A Nevada judge just dismissed a lawsuit seeking to overturn the Biden win in that state. And this comes just as the president goes back out on the campaign trail. The president heads to Georgia tomorrow to campaign for two Senate Republicans facing runoffs. But a deep split among Trump supporters could threaten their chances. Here, CBS's Ben Tracy.
7: President Trump has not said a word about the record number of Americans dying from coronavirus, instead focused today on more baseless claims of a rigged election.
0: We already have the proof. We
7: but the president's month-long quest to, to overturn press. the election result has been a failure, except that he's raised more than 200 million dollars for his legal fight and spent less than 9 million of it. We're going to win the whole thing. Most of the contributions are actually going to his new PAC, which will fund Mr. Trump's future political efforts. We need the peach state to defend the majority. Today, Vice President Pence campaigned in Georgia for two Republicans in runoff elections, which will decide control of the U.S. Senate, a high-stakes fight that has former President Obama campaigning virtually. The Senate really matters. President Trump will hold a rally in Georgia tomorrow, but he's also called his own loss there fraud, attacked the Republican governor and secretary of state, and pro-Trump attorneys have told Georgia Republicans to withhold their votes in protest.
0: Why would you go back and vote in another
7: rigged election? Now some in the president's own party are worried his visit will do more harm than good.
4: It's time for Trump to man up, admit that he got beat, and focus on what's really important now, which is helping Leffler and Purdue win this runoff.
7: Tonight, a federal judge is ordering the Trump administration to fully restore the DACA program, which protects so-called DREAMers. Those are undocumented immigrants brought to the United States as children. This is a program the administration's been trying to kill, but now for the first time since 2017, it will be open to new applicants. Nora.
2: It's interesting. Ben Tracy, thank you. Tonight, crews fighting wildfires in Southern California are worried that powerful wind gusts will kick up more trouble this weekend. They have battled flames for days in Orange County. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is there with more on this historic fire season.
0: Another grueling 24 hours as firefighters try to gain the upper hand. Crews in Silverado Canyon are carving out containment lines. They're also dousing out hot spots to prevent this wildfire from exploding like it did Wednesday night. The flames driven by hurricane force winds ripped through this landscape in a matter of minutes. Those in its path had to escape in the middle of the night. The wind was howling. It was just. Bruce McDougall shot this video. His truck destroyed. His home spared. and these canyons, dodging fire after fire has now become a way of life.
5: This is our sixth fire this year.
0: It's been a record-breaking year in California. More than 4 million acres have already burned. Scientists say climate change is drying out vegetation too fast for modern fire management techniques to keep up. And exhausted crews face another round of dangerous conditions next week. Jonathan Vigliotti, CBS News, Silverado, California.
2: Tonight, the FBI is hoping new video will help them find a serial bank robber known as the Too Tall Bandit. He was given the nickname because of his height. He's believed to be between six foot and six six. The suspect has a deep voice and walks with a limp. He has robbed 16 banks since 2009 in the Carolinas and Tennessee. The latest just last week. All right. The NFL is switching up its game plan to tackle the COVID pandemic. Teams will now have to keep their practice facilities closed for two days following games, but they'll be allowed to bring more players to road games. Several teams have run short of players due to positive COVID tests. Now to this story, Santa's coming to rescue Christmas if he can figure out how to fix the audio. Here's CBS's Steve Hartman on the road.
4: It was three weeks before Christmas, and all through this house, not a creature was stirring, except for this mouse. As Santa struggled to connect on Zoom. All right, here we go. Which is why the children heard him exclaim as he came into sight. Can you hear me? Nothing.
0: Can you hear me, TJ? Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Jump and jangle those. It's a constant struggle to be a 2020 Santa Claus. And I make no secret that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs>
4: Coronavirus has made Santa long for those simpler times of Polaroid poses and parting gift candy canes. Fortunately for Santa and his helpers across the nation, there are support groups. Am I unmuted? In these chats, technologically challenged elves help each other navigate their new normal. Click
0: on those three little dots and save that to
4: your computer. For Santa Bob Jordan, who summers outside Boston, The transition from private parties to virtual visits has been an especially tough chimney to climb. He got Zoom for dummies, which helped. But one look around his workshop and you see what a jolly old analog elf he is. And yet, he got himself a webcam.
0: And I get a boom microphone and a ring light. A ring light. Right? So that helps. It's very doable. It's going to happen. Christmas is coming. Because you know you're going to make somebody happy.
4: And perhaps because of that unconditional love, a Christmas miracle happened. Are you getting excited
5: for Christmas?
4: Yeah. You are? Santa figured out Zoom.
5: Hey!
4: As have elves across the country.
5: This is so cool.
4: This month, they will do thousands of virtual visits.
3: The real Santa!
4: And although it's not the same as Santa's lap.
3: I miss you, Santa Claus.
4: In some ways... It's better. I miss you too so much, Dallas. Because if it's really the thought and oh, effort that count. I love you so much. Santa has already given us
0: been here, yeah, yeah.
4: his best That's gift awesome. of the season.
0: Bye-bye now. Bye.
4: Steve Hartman. Bye. On the road.
0: Merry
2: Christmas.
4: At the North Pole.
2: Bye, Santa. We all miss Santa. Next week, we'll have our profiles in service, a pair of West Point cadets who excel in class in sports, and now they're going to be Rhodes Scholars. And if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. That's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. See you Monday. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music, before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com/survey.
4: Look around; you can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.